Hey, listeners, thank you so much for tuning in to Let's Just Talk About It podcast. I'm your host, Chuck. And if you're here for the first time, this platform was created to give genuine people just like you an opportunity to share a portion of your life's journey. So with that being said, I have Darius Holloway on with me today, who's speaking out from the inside of the Green Rock Correctional Center, where he shares his experience with the problem of mass incarceration in the Virginia State Prison System. So, hey, without further delay, go and grab your husband, your wife, your children, or even call a friend and listen in together to my conversation with Darius on Let's Just Talk About It podcast. Hey, let's jump right in. Hello, this is a prepaid debit call from Darius Holloway, reborn, an inmate at the Virginia Department of Corrections, Green Rock Correctional. To accept this call, press zero. This call is from a correction facility and is subject to monitoring and recording. Thank you for using GTL. Hello. Hey, man. How you doing? Oh, what's going on? What's going on, Chuck? Doing great, man. Today, I have Darius Holloway with me today, who's currently doing time in the Green Rock Correctional Center. Darius, thank you so much for being on with me today. Oh, thank you for having me. Yes, sir. I appreciate you, man. So where you from? I'm from the south side of Chicago. You know, I've been back and forth between Chicago and Virginia my whole life. Wow. So how was it for you growing up in Chicago? Oh, it was, you know, it was kind of like, it was rough times, you know what I'm saying? We had to figure out how to make a way on our own. You know, yeah. I just recently met my father since I've been incarcerated. Wow. So, you know, I had to help my mother a lot growing up. Wow. So you're currently doing time in the Green Rock Correctional Center. Do you mind yes, sharing, man, with, with the audio, listening audience, how did you get to where you are right now? Well, you know, back when I was in high school, you know, I was I was into the streets, you know what I mean? I uh I ended up shooting two people when I was in high school and they landed me with uh four use of firearms and two malicious wounding, you know, mm. and I ended up taking a plea agreement to leave it up to the judge's discretion. Wow. So I didn't plea out to any time, I just plead out to the mandatory time of the use of firearms. Mm. Well now I'm here. Wow. You talk about the correctional center. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. This was, and this was like, this was 16 years ago. You know wow. I mean? This happened in 2007 when I, when I took a plea agreement. You know what I mean? This was 16 years ago. So I'm now 34. Wow. So this you've been in 16 I, years. It happened when I was 18. Wow. So you've been incarcerated for 16 years. For 16 years. 16 years, man. You talk about the Virginia State prison system and how it is. Do you think that the Virginia State prison system is under some type of dictatorship. Absolutely, absolutely. Why do you say that? I mean, you know, last year I was supposed to go home in July with the with the people who had mixed charges because my use of firearms became nonviolent according yeah. to the General Assembly. You know, um at this point it's all our all of our due due process rights are being violated in the prison at every annual review. There are no civil liberties in any Virginia prison. There was no equal protection of the law in any Virginia prison. The taxpayers and the delegates voted on laws that got passed in 2020 that went into effect July 1st, 2022. And the governor and all of the heads of the Department of Corrections mm. created policies against the laws that got passed so that no one with mixed charges can obtain the benefits from the laws that got passed. The law was called HB 5148, which allows us to get 15 days off our sentence for every 30 days we do in prison. This law was intended to put an end to mass incarceration changing the use of firearm offense into a nonviolent offense, but the governor and the Department of Corrections of the heads created policies that violate the constitutional rights of equal protection of the law 
and violated the code of Virginia. The code was um 53.1-202.3b. Mm. You know what I mean? They allowed all use of firearms to be considered nonviolent. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, how can you be part of the executive branch, which is a violation of the division of powers, Article 3, Section 1, you're part of the executive branch, but you're making legislation decisions. You know what I'm saying? The only way that a bill is supposed to go into effect is through is through a bill. You know what I'm saying? That's the only way that a law can go into effect yeah. is to have the House and the Senate a chance to vote on this law. You know what I'm saying? But they're doing policies on their own as if they're lawmakers. You know what I mean? So now taxpayers don't have no idea what's going on. The outside world don't have no idea what's going on. The creators of these policies have absolute immunity, so no one could be sued, so they could do anything they want, and there's mm. nothing we could do about it. Wow. All the level fours and level five prisons are fighting for showers once a week on a 24-hour lockdown. It's arbitrary detention against the law, Phil. You know what I'm saying? So mm. our rights are being completely exiled from society. Yeah. If the laws that's already passed are not being enforced, then the future laws will not be enforced either. You know what I'm saying? That's either telling us that we are less than three-fifths of a man or that I be, my life has become equivalent to a state budget. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So at this point, it's like it's, it's, there's no equal protection of the law. So now it's like, you know, we need all the help that we could get to change the law or to at least allow them to apply the law that already exists. Mm. So what do you think can be done? Um, Right now, you know, I think the governor offices are being flooded with lawsuits, but I think that the Supreme Court should judge on the ruling yeah. In Jump our in. favor, on every case that come across their table, it should rule in our favor. The circuit courts and the Supreme Court should rule in our favor because they don't have any business making any decisions for the legislative branch. You know what I'm saying? Because the people are ones that give the Constitution power. You know what I'm saying? If if you're not going to do the things for the people, then the Constitution shouldn't even exist. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? If yeah. you're making a policy to suspend a law, then that policy should be void. Because the law was passed on the behalf of the people. The people made that decision. You're going against the people right now. That's what makes it a complete dictatorship. Wow. Everybody in the Congress is a representative of a, of a district. That district is a representative of the people that live in that district. You know what I'm saying? The people that's incarcerated are U.S. citizens just like everybody else. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I'm a U.S. citizen, yeah. so that means I still have rights. Right, rights, yeah. You know what I mean? I still have rights, but those rights are constantly being violated. You know what I mean? You got to be halfway dead to get parole in Virginia. Yeah. They're not giving you parole in Virginia unless you're halfway dead. The people that was under the old law. And that's before 1995. So right now, I think the system needs to switch back over to how it used to be. We should we should all be getting 30 for 30. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Under the GCA system instead of this new ESC earned sentence credit system that they divide and all these people with their different charges. You know what I'm saying? It's creating too much confusion. It's too much division. And it's not equal. Yeah. You know what I mean? And according to the 14th Amendment, everything is supposed to be equal. Let me ask you this. So when you come home, right, or when the individual comes home from incarceration, they got to fight to get their rights back. You know what I mean? I had to get fight. mine back. So do you think that they right. look at people that's incarcerated from the perspective they have no more rights right now? Right. Do you think that? Absolutely. The people that's incarcerated... They're looking at them like they're less than three-fifths yeah. of a man. Right. You know what I mean? When you get locked up, you become three-fifths of a man because most of your rights go out the window yeah. except for your basic yeah. human needs. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Your, your your rights is based off of what ought to be. That's a normative, state, a normative statement that 
that's based on a basic human need. You know what I'm saying? So right now, they're not even giving us our basic human needs. We got people that that's on level fours and level fives that's never seeing daylight. I yeah. just came from a level five. Wow. I didn't go outside in a whole year. <laughs> you know what mm. I'm saying? They had me locked away under a padlock, and I ain't go outside in a whole year. I was at Sussex 2. They doing mm. Sussex 2 and Sussex 1 the same way. They're yeah, not, they not going outside. Red Onion is not going outside. Wallace Ridge that. is not going outside. Yeah. And that's a basic human need. You know what I'm saying? And that's inside the prison. We're not even getting the rights to let us out of prison. They done cut the budget so we can't even get out of prison. So it's not a three-strike law in Virginia. It's a one-strike law. Your mm. first offense is your last offense mm. in Virginia. What would you say right. to the audience to help better the system right now because you never know who's listening to this so what would you say to them to help better this system at this moment right this second i think that the people should want protest that we have a, a constitutional convention and make them enforce the laws that already exist for prisoners for one you know two i think that the governor should be impeached for even trying to mm. violate the division of powers because yeah. He went far outside the, his boundaries. You know what I'm saying? Right. This has never happened. Right. Like since 1981 to now, this has never happened. And from 1981 to now, the laws has done nothing but got worse and worse every mm. year. You know what I mean? So they think that being tough on crime, giving out more time, making people stay in prison longer right. is changing right. the way that the environment is in Virginia for, for public safety. But it's not changing anything. Everything has been already factored in for all the victims. And um, when they passed the HB 5148, you know what I'm saying, with as far as the good time go, mm -hmm. everything's already been factored in when they passed it, when they uh, passed every law that they ever passed in Virginia. But right now, it's like they're not even giving us a chance to pass laws. Mm -hmm. They're not giving us a chance to change anything because nothing has changed. Everything is getting worse and worse for the poverty, you know what I mean, poverty communities, for uh, people that's in, in um, unfortunate communities. It's getting worse and worse for them. But the people who got money is is, 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 a, is a cakewalk. Yeah, it's a cakewalk. Yeah, absolutely. They, it's right. the bourgeois. You know what I mean? They call yeah. that the bourgeois. Yeah, class. It's a cakewalk. They sitting in. They sitting at home in luxury. You know what I mean? Thinking that the the strict laws has changed anything. If but the only thing it's doing is making it so that the children in the future that commit a crime is gonna be in the same place as me. You know what I'm saying? They're going to be in the same place as me. So if I don't try to change it now, if we don't all try to change it now collectively, you know what I mean? The future of Virginia is incarceration for a black child. Yeah. It's a money thing. Definitely a, money, a money thing. thing. Yeah, definitely, man. Yep. And, I mean, and you're right, man. It seems like it's just a one strike, one strike system. And it's, it's pretty much over for a person, you know? Yeah. Over for you. You catch one charge, yep. it ruins your whole life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's like all in the last five years, they've been preaching this second chance thing. And mm -hmm. I haven't seen nobody uh, yeah. get a second chance. Yeah. And I've been to level threes, level fours, and level five prisons. I have never, I have never seen nobody get a second chance. The closest thing to a second chance that we had in prison was getting that good time bill to go in effect for everybody who had use of firearm charges and making a use of fire use of firearm charge non-violent. Yeah. But when they took that away, that was the second chance right there. They just took the second chance back. Yeah, they took it back. You You're know, right, how man. is it that we have a governor, how is it that we have a governor in office that's making laws or policies to suspend the laws that already exist against mass incarceration? So if, they, if they're going to make policies against mass incarceration, then that means they agree with mass incarceration. 
they're shareholders of the of the departments of corrections. They're mm-hmm. shareholders. Mm-hmm. They got they got to be making some type of money somehow with the system if they want to keep us in here. Yeah. So now you know the policy that they created in the Virginia Department of Corrections was called eight thirty point three. You know what I'm saying? The eight thirty point three was created two months after the law went into effect. The law went into effect. July 1st, 2022. They created that policy two months after the law went in effect in September 1st of 2022. Right? Mm-hmm. So now when they when they created the policy, it was like nobody knew that they made this policy. Yeah. Everybody thought that the HB 30 amendment that the governor made was to change the budget plan. You know what I'm saying? They thought that he changed the law when he changed the budget plan, but the reality mm-hmm. of the situation is he didn't change the law. Change the and he couldn't change the budget plan. He wow. wasn't supposed to be allowed to change the budget plan because according to the articles of the Constitution, it states mm. that the governor has two years and six months to change the budget plan to a bill or a law that goes into effect. That law that law got passed um, January or February of 2020. Yeah, he it was didn't quick. change the budget. He didn't change the budget plan until June of 2022, a month before it, before it took effect in the system. It was already passed, but it took effect two years later. He only had two years and six months to make any type of budget plan. He violated that. Mm. And the General Assembly allowed him to violate that because he did it in their absence. Wow. Just because he was part of the executive branch and people are becoming lazy in the General Assembly. I don't know how I could find something like that and they don't see it. You right, know what I'm saying? Right, How can right, I see right. it and they don't see they don't it? I'm not even a, I'm not an attorney. I'm not none of those things. I'm just yeah. somebody that's suffering from his decisions. Yeah. And sometimes that's the that's the issue, man. They hope people don't see it. You know what I mean? Exactly. That's what makes it arbitrary. If can't nobody see it, it becomes arbitrary. And arbitrary detention is against the law in a, in in the United States. Arbitrary exiles is against the law. You know, Governmental discrimination and arbitrary laws being made is against the law. Arbitrary p- policies is against the law. Nothing can be arbitrary. Everything has to be known to the public. Right. Everything has to be voted on. Everything has to go through a general assembly. That's why I say in order for us to change this situation now, we got to bring attention to it through every news station. And every person in Virginia has to wake up and come come out and actually care about somebody outside of themselves right you know what i mean because incarcerated lives matter as well absolutely absolutely when you say arbitrary what does that mean so the listening audience can know oh arbitrary means invisible yeah something that's not seen Mm. so they try to hide it from the eye public eye so people won't recognize what's going on exactly they Mm. try to hide it from the public's eye Mm. they didn't try they did they did they did it quick (laughs) they did (laughs) So anything else you want to add, man, before we go? I know the phone is about to hang up. So anything else you want to say before the phone call ends? I mean, I think now is the time to make a change. Mm -hmm. You know, in Virginia, it's time to stand up and make a change. You know, they've been changing the laws from from west to east. It's time for Virginia to step up to the plate and make a change and everybody get involved with what's going on. You know what I mean? I'm about to file a habeas corpus in the circuit court of Suffolk, Virginia. Wow. You know what I mean? Within the next two weeks. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So the least they could do is support my habeas corpus with some type of uh, awareness in the community, right? Bring yeah. the attention to the community and let them know what's going on. Okay, so I what is that? Get on. So when you say habeas corpus, what is that? So we'll know. It's a, uh, an independent uh, civil lawsuit. Mm-hmm. Basically, you know, since they have absolute immunity, the only thing I could do is 
tell them my constitution violations through mm-hmm. a habeas corpus. Mm-hmm. So wow. I'm filing my own habeas corpus pro se, you know what I mean, without an attorney. You wow. know what I'm saying? Because I've seen what the ACLU do. I reached out to the NAACP, you know what I mean? I reached out to Al Sharpton and his team. You know, Al Sharpton and his team kind of like shut me out before I even got a chance to explain anything. Wow. Um. So, you know, like I said, you know, it's time for everybody to wake up and, and understand that it's not about me as the individual. It's about the people as a collective. You know what I mean? It's about helping the future generation so they don't have to go through this situation the same situation i'm going through you know what i mean our lives matter yeah so people are pretty much like you say they shut you out so they just shun it they don't want to hear anything about it when you when you bring it to their attention yeah they just i mean they just kind of like brush it off like yeah what else is new you know what i'm saying like 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 no fight at all like there's nothing we could do about it type of thing like they ain't really care Wow. You know, it's carelessness. You know what I mean? It was just complete carelessness. Mm-hmm. You have people out here fighting and advocating for people that are incarcerated, but it's few of them that's doing it. You know, and some of them are doing it on their own. You know, by themselves. But it's very few. But it's right. a lot of it's a lot of people out there advocating to get people out, man. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you know, I just think that we need to bring more into the. Into yeah, the it has to be more. It has to be more. It has to be more. I mean, at the end of the day, man, you know, it's, the power is in the people, man. It, it is. Say that in, the art- yeah. in the articles of the Constitution of Virginia, it say that the power is in, in the people. people. Yeah. You know what I mean? There are no activists without the people. You know what I'm saying? Like, everything has to be changed through the people. If the people are okay with it, then nobody is going to say anything or do anything. The mm. people have to get involved in order for this change to occur. Wow. I'm trying to wake the people up because it's not about me. It's about the future of this state. We under a complete dictatorship. That's the future of this state. Tyrannical behavior. This state is supposed to be against the tyrant, but they are allowing tyrannical behavior, which contradicts itself. Mm. Great conversation, man. Great conversation, man. Bringing awareness to what's going on and um, mass incarceration. You know, a lot of people don't know and a lot of people, some people just... I guess don't care, but a, you a lot have of one minute remaining. Yeah. Anything else yeah, you want to share, just, man? Man, I just appreciate you having me, man. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? Speak on your podcast. You know what I mean? Chuck in the building. You know. What yes, I'm sir. Saying? Shout I out to you, Darius. Appreciate you, <laughs> man. I appreciate you. You know what I'm saying? Because the more help, helping hands I could get, the more we can help the people, man. It's not about me. It's about the people. Absolutely. I'm just trying to do my part. Absolutely, man. I appreciate you being on, man. And um, this won't be the last time. This won't be the last time. Uh, we'll get something else out there, man. But I appreciate you being on, Darius. Shout out to you, man, and keep fighting for people that's behind bars, man. I appreciate it, man. Yes, sir. Call about to hang up, man. You so you know. Let me know. All right. Talk to you soon, man. All right. Peace. All right, bro. Thank you for using GTL. Wow, what an amazing conversation. Shout out to my friend Darius Holloway for having this dialogue with me. You know, Darius shared some important information about what goes on in the prison system and behind those closed doors where important decisions are made. So, hey, you may know someone who's currently incarcerated and dealing with the effects of mass incarceration. But after listening to Darius, you realize now how important it is to understand what goes on behind those closed doors and to make sure either your voice or your vote is heard 
to make a change. As always, thank you so much for tuning in to Let's Just Talk About It podcast. And please check out my website. Just Google Let's Just Talk About It podcast.com and then hit that subscribe button to receive all the new episodes every Friday. You can also find me on Facebook. Just type in Chuck L-J-T-A-I. So as always, until next time, don't hold it in, but let's just talk about it. Talk to you soon.